Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in the Barricade Studios for another episode of the Sports Frenzy Podcast, Sold Out. With me, your host, Ferdy Loso, with my co-host, the Devil's Advocate, Robert Payne. This uh, day in wrestling history, 2002, we had the debut of Zach Gowan. Does everybody remember Zach Gowan? The one-legged wonder? That's him. All right, and with our other co-host, Blackbeard himself, the Encyclopedia. And gentlemen, uh, filling in for the Reverend, who's on a pilgrimage right now. This day in wrestling history, uh, about 25 years ago, Owen Hart drops the European title to Triple H, which is a uh, now the, the extinct belt, so to speak. Ironically enough, another belt that had to do with the Atlantic Ocean is now extinct. The All Atlantic Championship is now the International Championship. So explain to me, what's a bigger deal, the International Championship or the World Championship? Because doesn't that mean the same fucking thing? Good job, Tony. Good job kissing Shazam's ass in WB. Fucking tool. So now I missed that one. What the hell happened with that? It was a promotion with Shazam. They leveled up the title. Oh, that's so stupid. <laughs> Honestly, I thought the whole, I thought I was really disappointed with most of the show. I felt like they kept doing run-ins way after the fact. The Jeff Jarrett Orange Cassidy match was like all over the place, like with run-ins. Like Orange Cassidy got no help the whole match. Referee goes down. Aubrey Edwards comes out, throws people out of the mat uh, from ringside. Uh, Satnam Singh, Sanjay Dutt, total total mess, and nobody comes in to help Orange Cassidy, who somehow pulls off the win with all this interference going on, except right after the match, finally. Uh, Beretta comes down. Not going to see Danhausen because apparently he's got a torn back. Chuck Taylor had emergency dental surgery, so he was out too. Yeah. Nobody came out with Orange Cassidy, but somehow he got the John Cena, Roman Reigns booking. And, and then, he had hurt his leg too. Don't forget that. Yeah. And, and the trios match was another one where after the match, way after the fact, after like Jericho's getting surrounded by the House of Black, all of a sudden Jack Swagger comes out. Or Jake Hager or whatever he's calling himself this week. I know. He gets jumped. And then they end up with Adam Page. And he's being uh, brawling the Dark Order. And the Blackpool Combat Club from earlier in the show ends up in the ring. And then the Elite standing behind Adam Page. And I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea what happened with that. Because they actually went over time in my DVR. Actually cut off the recording. They were already like a minute past. Which is not like them at all. So I'm seeing rave reviews about this show last night. I don't see it. I feel like they've gone back to a lot of the shit that we complained about in the beginning all over again. But please counter me. Jeez. Best booker in the world, though, right? Tony Khan? Booker of the year? Yeah, well, you know, if you suck Dave Meltzer's cock, you'll get anything. I thought the show started off strong. I just think... um... I, I, it seems like everything's kind of getting blurred together with like you said hangman page is kind of all over the place now is he with the elite is he with the the dark order uh oh and kind of convoluted 
And correct me if I'm wrong, didn't Stu Grayson leave for a year? What Didn't he let his contract run out and all of a sudden he's back, or did I miss something? Because I don't I recall seeing hurt. him. No, I, I he think was his contract did expire. I think he was like, I thought his contract was up. You could be right. I honestly don't know. He's good, though, man. I mean, the, the, those Dark Order guys are pretty good, and they don't seem to get any traction. Yeah, well, oh, apparently, uh, yeah, he left. Uh, I'm checking Wikipedia. He left for a year, and apparently he just resigned yesterday. <laughs> and they announced him in the match before he had resigned. <laughs> Fucking God, what does it also say about them that they had to bring in Taya Valkyrie? As the next opponent for Jade Cargill, there was no one else on the roster. They wanted to throw her. I mean, I don't like, is the TBS championship like over here and the women's championship over here and never should they meet? Like, I don't really understand that whole dynamic. I think they're just trying to keep her as far away from the women's title until she's ready. Because I guess once she gets over there, she's going to have to take it. In my opinion, like if, if you're building her this high up once she gets over to that women's title she's got to run with it but but i mean the only way she's going to get better is by facing better competition like i think she's her development is stalled i don't think she's like i I think she was making progress i think she's going backwards because she's facing nobody that can challenge her squash matches right right to make her better she's got to get better a tony storm uh, will, will make you better you know someone like that so i don't understand why they aren't slowly feeding her better competition right but uh, yeah I don't, I don't know what they're doing with her it doesn't it doesn't quite make sense i mean it's not so impressive when you're beating the same people two and three times even goldberg beat different people you know on his way up he, yeah, he wasn't his... hugh morris every week you know <laughs> When he went from 62 to 155, right? <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember when Sid Vicious was doing that too? <laughs> he was like, yeah. I'm 103 and 0, and like he's had three matches in the last two weeks. Right. <laughs> All I know is watching Dynamite this week with the title change renaming bullshit and some of the stuff that they're doing. WCW is where the big boys play. Well, I feel like AEW is where the little boys play. That's what it's become, big time. Well, it's where it's where little Tony plays. <laughs> I was gonna say why because they're all five foot five. <laughs> I'm not That's even trying to go on the height. It's just the way the shows perform. I mean, you got Jericho, you got Moxley, you got all these guys that worked in the big time. He supposedly Tony Khan's hired all these people that used to work for WWE and knew what they were doing, and it just it yeah. Rob said it earlier. It's like all over the place, and it's a mess. And this has been going on for several. It's months very now. Um, indie. It's got an indie feel to it. Yeah, and if they think they're going to be week. legitimate competition to WWE, something's got to give because they're not even close. They're an alternative, yeah. and that's fine. But don't sit there and preach like you're competing with WWE. I mean, Ed, did you see right. the QTV segment with QT Marshall and Aaron Solo and the new TNT champion powerhouse Hobbs. They took some jabs at WWE in there. They ruthless aggression and some other shit. I, I forget what it was. And I'm just like, guys, enough. Like, get over it. Like, start competing for real and then start taking shots. But we've, we've gone over it tons and tons of times. Like, it's just... It, it doesn't make sense anymore. 
Like you had the WWE guys first come in and immediately start taking shots. And then now you've got guys who weren't even over there, aren't on the caliber of being over there taking shots. Like, come on, like just focus on what you're doing. Make your show better before you start talking shit about the other side. I think I think it's falling on deaf ears and we're just we're never gonna be truly satisfied. I mean we're not truly satisfied with WWE, we're not gonna be truly satisfied with AEW. Like, yeah. I just don't see it changing. It's, true. it's like, okay, you guys have been around for four years now. This is what you are, so be it. Yeah, I don't think things are gonna change while Tony's in charge, so Yeah, he's not going anywhere anytime soon. No, I think you just have to be get used to it. Yeah. Get busy living or get busy dying, right? Get busy wrestling or get busy complaining. <laughs> right, exactly. There you go. <laughs> New t-shirts coming your way. <laughs> well, I know one thing Rob won't be complaining about anymore is that he'll not have to hear the Bellas on WWE TV for a while because they're gone. I didn't even the, care. When I saw that, I was like... the Garcias, right? They, yeah, they went back I mean, to. I guess that's their dad's last name. But do you guys think? Do you the guys think they're big enough that they're going to stay on the same success level without that name? Because I feel like that brand. I think they named their wine brand after the Bella name. So I'm like, are you guys going to try to trademark the Bella name when WWE gives it up, or do you think the Garcia name? You guys are big enough that you could still hold steady. I'm not so sure. I don't think so. I, I mean, they're the doing further, a podcast. So, like, like they're doing what we're doing. They're doing a podcast. So, I mean, well, they've been doing that for a few years now. But yeah, I, I mean, who cares? Yeah, I don't, I don't see them doing much outside of the WWE name. It's you've branded yourself so much behind it to now rebrand. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. No, and I get what they're trying to do, women empowerment. They want to use their real name and what have you, but your name was built based on your WWE branding and your reality shows were all WWE. You know, and maybe, exactly. and I noticed this, and I know I'm the minority in this group. I, did, I watched that Nikki Bella says I do. I watched all those shows. I thought they were, you know, cheap entertainment. No, John, no Big Johnny on that show. I don't recall seeing Brian Danielson on that show. I'm like, maybe WWE had, has gotten so picky about including certain people that they don't approve of in their own reality shows now that maybe maybe that was another factor. Because Brian Danielson supposedly left on good terms. I mean, I thought they were pushing it that they were famous before. So, not that they're not Bellas. I mean, who cares? I'm going to have to agree with Rob here. I know. I mean, when they were like, we're not going to AEW, I'm like, I don't think AEW is asking. <laughs> they don't need two yeah. less talented girls on the roster. They already have enough talentless girls on the roster. They don't need two more. I would I would argue that they're better than like, I want to say like 75 to 80% of the AEW women's roster. It's not saying that much though. And that and that's not saying much. That's like that's like being the best of the worst, you know? I mean, if they're not going to wrestle, what good are they? Honestly. Yeah. Speaking of not wrestling and what good is he? Bray Wyatt. What's <laughs> going on? 
<laughs> well, I I'll I'll take the lead on that one because I put that one on the on the uh, our sheet here. I put I put to you guys the question: Has his run been a failure so far? I mean, for all the hype and all the clamoring and all this supposed you know AEW and WWE going back and forth, WWE got him, brought him back, put him in some ma- crappy Mountain Dew match. And now, you know, the, the rumors going around that he's hurt, he's not hurt, um, that he's, you know, that he's at home, he's not, he doesn't want to wrestle. I mean, I, I, he, I, he's one guy I can never seem to figure out because he, they, everybody claims he's a brilliant, got a brilliant mind and he's like got all these angles and he knows all this stuff, but none of his matches are ever any good. And the only feud people really point to that was worth it was the Shield or and then singles Randy Orton, and even that didn't end on on a, a good note, right? It kind of fizzled. So I'm I'm not really sure what they're doing with him. And I mean, does anybody really want to see him in Lashley? I mean, I don't even understand what they're fighting about. Like, I I don't yeah, know. It was just I, thrown together. It didn't make sense. It was like, oh, these two guys don't have matches. Let's put them against each other. Basically, yeah. And I, I think his, I think his run has been completely flat. The Uncle Howdy thing. First, he seemed like he was controlling him, and then now he's working with him. Like that whole thing doesn't make any type of sense to me at all. Um, the Mountain Dew match was just—it was a shit show. And poor Alexa Bliss gets dragged into this, and now she has to sit on the sidelines, right? Because if she's hooked into him and he's not wrestling, she can't be there. Right. And isn't she hurt, too, I think? So I think she's... No, she said... No, I don't think she's hurt. She's just on the sidelines. She tweeted out that it's not her. They're not using her. They have nothing for her, again. They haven't had anything for her since the whole Bray Wyatt got burned at WrestleMania thing with Randy Orton. What was that? Thirty. Yeah, she started with the black shit coming down her face. Yeah. 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 I think it was WrestleMania thirty-seven. It's been two years. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Yeah. Ryan Cabrera's got some money. I don't think she needs to work that hard anymore. Yeah, she's you not know, stressing it. I don't know if you guys might not remember this, but back in the eighties, Kevin Sullivan did this angle in Florida where he was like worshiping the devil and stuff. And he was this puppet master who was manipulating all these guys to do stuff. And I always figured Bray Wyatt would be that guy. He would wrestle occasionally, but be more of a puppet master, have more of a, a, a stable. And feuding with different people and, and, and just being that master manipulator. And instead, I don't know what he is now. And I don't really understand what, what, the, what the appeal was to get him back if they had no real idea what to do with him once they got him. So I really don't understand where, and I don't understand where they're going with him. I mean, is he going to win at WrestleMania? Is he going to lose at WrestleMania? What does he get? What does he get out of it? Nothing. Yeah. What are you building towards? There's no, there's no build here for him. There's nothing after in the horizon, anything. Yeah. I, I think there is potential there. It's just, and it's been a lot of what we've seen with Triple H on top. There's a lot of potential, but. It's the execution still needs a lot of work, and Bray Wyatt being one of them. I mean, I we didn't, did I any of us think he was going to 
his first match back was going to be take like four months, and it was going to be L.A. Knight. And I like L.A. Knight. I think the guy's got a future. I think he's a future main eventer, which I do want to get your opinions on in a little bit here. Bobby Lashley, yeah, I, I think that they thought for sure it was going to be him and Brock, and that is a match we haven't seen. It would be a fresh matchup. People would be interested in it, and Brock said no go. Because <laughs> he knows once you wrestle Bray, Bray Wyatt matches suck. That's why he knows it. And if Seth yeah. Rollins can't pull a good match out of you, you're screwed. Yeah, I can't disagree with you on that. I mean, I wonder Seth if, reminds if uh... me now, like, if, I'm sorry, Seth reminds me now of Macho. He's that undercard guy that almost a gatekeeper to the top. Even though he's been there, he's done that, all that stuff. But if you can pull something out good with with Seth, you can kind of be pushed up to that main event card. I look Seth, like at Seth more like a Ric Flair or a Shawn Michaels, where he can he can get the best out of anybody he's in the yeah. ring with. Yeah, you know, gatekeeper maybe is is the wrong phrase because gatekeeper means like you're you're not good enough to get up there. But yeah, I get I agree with you. So Anthony touched on it before. L.A. Knight, main eventer. Yeah, I, I think the dude, the dude's money. He can go on the mic. He his in ring work is really well is really good. Um, I guess they're kind of giving him that kind of like Stone Cold esque character, or the fans are kind of turning it into it. Um, but I like him. I I think the the dude can go. I'm so glad they got him away from the, um, fucking stupid ass models. Maximum male models. So glad they got him away from that. There are um, some angles you get saddled with that you know are just going to ruin your career. Right. Fandango, give me a call. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, you're yeah. never going to be world champion when your name's Fandango. So um, it's LA Knight. Excuse I, me. I don't know. Excuse me. It's fun. Dango. You have to let the A's breathe. Never smell world championship <laughs> okay because yes every every guy that's ever made a wwe debut is, is there are world some characters that guarantee you no matter how good of a worker you are you're never going to sniff the world title don't duke the drum sergrosi was never going to hit world title bob holly was never going to sniff the world title there's some angles you just get saddled with that just no matter what happens you're not making Wait, it. The, Bo- and... the Boston Booger wasn't going to be a world champion? <laughs> ba- Bastion Booger, do you mean? Ba- Bastion Booger? Sorry. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. And back to the original statement, LA Knight should be a future main eventer. Maybe maybe not world champion, but I can see Intercontinental for sure. Uh, I don't know. I, I like. I've always liked him. I just hope he doesn't get caught in the uh, mid-card shuffle. All right. So By the way, I'm just, I did go back. I'm looking at Bray Wyatt ratings because I'm like, I don't remember all his matches being terrible. He actually has had a share of some decent matches that got to the three and a half, four-star level. Almost all of them were some sort of tag match or multi-man match. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying individually. Yeah. Everybody said the Shield or he he had the um, Hell in a Cell with Roman. The Randy Orton matches. There was the Hell in a Cell with Roman three that got three and a three quarter stars. There was the John Cena match at WrestleMania that got three and a half. There was a couple matches with Daniel Bryan that were pretty good. So it's the last several years I will agree with you. And he, but I also don't look at Bray Wyatt as oh, I'm going to see a great match out of him. I see him as a character. I mean. Hogan had how many matches that we go back and watch over and over again? Most of the time, it had to be the right opponent. Let's be honest here. You know what I mean? There's an attraction. You're right. Yeah, no, I don't think we're arguing that point. I just think um, it's when you, when he he would he would do some amazing setups, and then the matches would be like, mm. well, and, and you, you, you know? say you say that Bray Wyatt's a career killer. Well, how many guys got fed to Hogan and never really recovered? This you can count on your hand how many had really good careers after they went through Hogan, at least in the 80s WWF. M- Macho might be the only one, maybe Andre. I mean, fuck. They handed the title off, uh, passed the torch to the Warrior, and that lasted, what, 10 months? They gave up on that. Just saying. Uh, but LA Knight, yeah. Yeah, definitely, I think, a future main eventer. My concern for him is not that he doesn't have the potential. And he he could wrestle a decent match. I mean, I don't think his matches light you on fire, but he could wrestle a decent match. My concern with him, and this is more a case of the way Vince in the past has done his booking and looked at future main eventers, the guy's 40 years old already. So how much time on top he's going to be? He's not, while I think he could get the crowd in the palm of his hand, Better than anyone on that roster, he could be a successor for Roman Reigns. I think I think his age works against him there. So it might be a limited run on top. I could see. It. I didn't. I didn't realize he was forty already. Damn. Yeah, he's been wrestling for like a good uh, almost twenty years. Actually, yeah, twenty years. He's been wrestling. You know, it might be an AJ Styles. And AJ Styles, I think, got to the main roster at a younger age than LA Knight. You know. Yeah, I think he was he was like thirty seven once he got there, right? Thirty six. Would you like me to check Wiki? Uh-huh. You can if you want to. There's no. There's no. Uh, <laughs> AJ's actually forty five now, and Not he's sure. been there for seven okay. years. So thirty eight. Yeah, he's. I guess he doesn't. He didn't. AJ, have that much time. AJ was world famous. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Right. I mean, L.A. Knight was not. <laughs> wait, wait, L.A. Knight was wait, somewhat wait. famous. AJ Styles was number one and got mo- most of his, you know, popularity while he was working for Impact. Eli Drake did the same thing. AJ lasted longer and then AJ went to Japan. <laughs> I'm joking. Dominated Japan. I'm joking. Why are you even responding? Boo Come on, Robert. you know better. You're right. I shouldn't respond to you. You're right. Yeah, Absolutely. It's kind of like it's kind of like when when you uh, wasted time today texting about the Mets losing their closer for the season. Why did I respond to you? I should have just ignored you. You're not even a Mets fan. Why do you care? Rob's like, yeah. I remind you, this is a wrestling podcast. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! We are the part of the Sports Frenzy Podcast Network, though. Uh, we can we move on to the next topic. All right. All Be right. my guest. All right. So I put. Uh, NXT Roxanne Perez Angle, and I put Tasteless with a question mark. And the reason why I put that is, I mean, if she's legitimately hurt, 
That's one thing. If they're doing this to play an angle, it's like to move her to the main roster to take the belt off of her. I really despise that angle. I mean, I didn't watch the show uh, originally, but I did go back and watch when I read that she got injured. I went and watched because I wanted to see how it all played out. And if you remember, Shawn Michaels pulled a similar angle, right, where it collapsed in the middle of the ring. And I didn't like that one then either. I don't think you should do stuff like that. I think, you know, you want to play like a knee or a shoulder or something like that. But like when they collapse like that, like we've had a few deaths in the last few years in wrestling that I don't I don't find that entertaining or amusing. Um, you know, Booker T ran into the like it, it all came off like it was kind of serious. And if it was really the end result was just to take the NXT title off of her and move her to the main roster, then shame on Shawn Michaels. Because that's cheap. It's cheap heat. And I don't like it. Um, You know, I don't like it at all. So my question to you guys is, what did you think of it? And, you know, what I don't know. What do you, What's your opinion? Freddie, what do you think? Um, I, th- I thought it was weird. I, I watched it back. Um, I watched Booger's reaction. It, it took me a second to try to figure it out, whether it was real or a work. And then once... You kind of realize that it, it is a work. Um, you're like, all right, where, where are they going with this? I forgot Sean had done it in the past. Um, now it's just, it's it's coming to light like Sean's doing all his old shit that got him over in NXT to try to get the younger talent over. Which, might I add, uh, it doesn't work if you're not Shawn Michaels. Like that was... That's what made it happen. He was a, like a star. These these kids are still trying to figure themselves out. Um, but yeah, I just I, I don't get what they're doing with it. I don't I don't understand why they're doing it. If that's the end cause to get the belt off her, it doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. Okay. I want to know which of you actually watched it. I told you I watched it for once. Okay. Cause when I saw this topic, I thought, is this going to be another case where he didn't actually watch it? No, I, when I heard that she got hurt, I went back and watched it. I okay. said that in the very beginning. That's right. why I, I, yeah, commented I, I thought on it you I did. I thought it. you did, but uh, th- th- watching it me for you could be, I watched a YouTube clip, not the whole thing. No, I watched, I went back and watched the whole thing. All right. I'm, pr- I'm proud of you then. Yeah. The Shawn Michaels rehash thing. So be it. But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's a TV show. I don't think it's tasteless. I think it's, yeah, I don't, I don't think they need to rehash every Shawn Michaels storyline. I mean, we saw the Heartbreak Hotel relive, uh, revisited a few weeks ago with Gigi Dolan and JC Jane, or as I like to call JC Jane, Horseface, because she literally looks like a horse face when they're showing her. Um, I didn't think it was tasteless. I thought, you know, we see this stuff on regular television shows all the time and we don't question it. But this is another case where wrestling gets held to a different standard. We treat it like it's real. When Shawn Michaels did it in 95, I remember watching live and thinking, oh, my God, this is so real and what have you. Now we've been educated. We know better. So I don't see a problem with it. I think they feel she's ready for the main roster. And they were like, well... We want to save face here. We don't necessarily want her to be dropping the belt and then moving up to the main roster. So we'll come up with this angle to get the belt off her. 
I don't think that's what's going to happen. Personally, I don't think she's ready for the main roster yet. I think she, I see potential there, but I don't think she's ready yet. I think you're going to see her somehow involved in this match, and it's going to be this ultimate underdog story of overcoming. And I think the problem was they rushed the belt onto her because of the Mandy Rose uh, fan site situation. And now they're like, okay, how do we... I, th- I think Roxanne's lost some of her, her shine, and this is an attempt to get it back for her. I don't have a problem with this, personally. Like using using the injury angle to to build her up? in the eyes of the fans. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like Michaels, like Michaels was in the middle of the match, got hit with the Insiguri kick by Owen Hart. And then, you know, collapsed a few minutes later. This, she got through the match, you know? And like I said, we see stuff like this on TV that you could see it like unscripted. It's not the same. It's a scripted show. It's a scripted show. When you're, but when you're watching Arnold Schwarzenegger, let's say in a movie Mm -hmm. and he gets knocked out, you're like, it's a movie. But in wrestling, it's very possible that she could have taken a shot in the head and been seriously injured. Then they're not going to be showing that all that footage of her getting wheeled out and anything. Then the show cuts off. They did the same thing. You're you forgetting. Just... They did the same thing with Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie, Terry Funk. Remember that entire hour of Raw was dedicated to them going off the stage in the dumpster? They made that act like it was real, too. Everybody thought it was great in the I end. I remember that. I think they could have done it differently. They could have said she was she went backstage and she wasn't feeling well and they, you know, they took her in for precautions. I don't think they had to have her drop on TV and have Booker T run in the ring. It just came off tasteless to me. And like it, and like Freddie said, I mean, how many more Shawn Ang- Michael angles are we going to run through? Is somebody going to come out and high five uh, a tall guy? And uh, they already did that. They know, did that with Raquel. Raquel was doing Are they going to have you know, KX rather than DX or, you know, PX rather than DX. And, you know, are they going to run through every Shawn Michaels thing he's ever done? Is someone going to find religion in the middle of the show? Um, You know, is someone going to get a lazy eye? Come on, man. Someone going to get through, someone going to get thrown through the Geraton 3000 and get a lazy eye. (laughs) Maybe. Somebody going to punch somebody's wife. I mean, you know, I look, I, I think we'll agree to disagree on this one. I could, if it if it was something, if I think it would be worse if they try to make it real by not showing it, and then playing into the storyline with Twitter and everything, and then it turned out you find out after the fact, oh, it was storyline. I think the way it was done on TV, if you really thought that was real, I'm sorry, you haven't been watching wrestling enough yet. But be that as it may, I don't know. I I think got to be careful with with injury angles. You know, that's all. Okay, so all right, so should guys and gals not sell in the ring either? Because technically, that's an injury they're selling. No, I mean there's a big difference in what we saw and what like injuring your knee or injuring your your elbow is. She, uh, like, went an, down okay, and here's another example. I just don't. 2005 just don't Royal like Rumble, Randy Orton played concussed through that match with Triple H, and that's how they thought it was going to help Orton save face when he lost that match. Nobody questioned that. That was probably a bad taste too. Probably worse than this. I didn't hear anybody comment I, on that. I did. <laughs> I just don't like it. I don't like that type of thing. It just, it, it makes, especially like Freddie said, with well, we're running through all of Shawn Michaels, old, old angles and the way things are these days. I just don't like it. I think they could do things better than that. I think it's cheap heat. It's a cheap wet. Like they want to take the belt off to take the belt off of her. Move her to the main roster. I mean, who cares? 
You know, I mean, I don't know why they had to follow through <laughs> with this. I don't, I don't really see it getting what they're looking for. Like they did with Solo, you give them the title and then you take it off them the next week. I mean, a lot of the comments I've read, there people were not a fan of this angle. So, I don't know. I just didn't like it. Just wanted your opinion. And also, and people probably think uh, the no selling on AEW is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Okay, I love it. Yeah. I know I could take a super kick right in the face and, and jump right back up. Yeah. <laughs> I could take a pile driver off the top rope and get up two minutes later. Why not? Okay. Let's do it. Let's try it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Freddie, you find a ring, I'll let you do it, all right? Right. All right. All right. So we decided this week we are going to fantasy book WrestleMania 39. Encyclopedia, would you like to give us the parameters? Uh, did we really have any? Um, basically, we said that <laughs> we're going to pretend we're booking this year's WrestleMania. So it's over two nights, one kickoff show match per night, which I know is limiting because we've seen kickoff shows where they've gotten like three matches in. The main cards for each night should be no more than eight matches. We said is our limit, you know, don't go crazy with title defenses, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, it is WrestleMania. Um, so... I know this was something I threw out as an idea. I'll take credit for this. And I got to say, this was actually pretty damn hard because I realized, and this is something I've said about Triple H, he's brought up all these new characters, but there's not been a lot of character development there. So for that reason, a lot of people that back in September, I would have said, oh yeah, throw them on the WrestleMania card. They're not on my card. There's a lot of them. I was a little surprised. I, and then there's some people I feel like had to be on the card. And I have a lot of so-called dream matches just to fit them into the card. So a lot of my matches you're going to see don't have any build to it. Um, you know, sorry. But uh, I'd be curious to hear what you guys have. I am willing to put money right now that I have the worst of the three WrestleMania cards. And that's saying something for me to admit that. It's <laughs> a bold statement. It's a bold statement. But I really, as I'm looking at what I put here, I'm like, ooh, this was a tough one. This was a lot harder than I thought it would be. So, All right. So well, do you want to go first or who do you want to, who wants to go first? <laughs> do you want to do it like night by night? Just throw out your card? Um, I, I have 14 matches. I don't necessarily have them put out by night. Okay. So. That's fair. I'm just going to go through my 14. I have my two kickoffs, and then I have 12 matches. I didn't really line them up night by night, except for two matches I know have to be on separate nights. That's the only thing I can say because of my participants. But other than that, I just have matches. So I'll go have, first if I you have want. Mine. Go ahead. I have mine split up by nights. So same. Okay. We can do that too. All right. So starting off, one of my kickoff matches is LA Knight versus Dolph Ziggler. And I really only put it on there because Dolph can give you a good match, and I want LA Knight to have a match at WrestleMania, and I want him to win. So that's one of my kickoffs. The other kickoff I have is the Viking Warriors versus the Street Profits. And I just figured a clash of styles, two tag teams, get them on the card. Um, maybe, you know, have some fun. Since they don't seem to know what they're doing with either team, let them have at least their WrestleMania moments. I also like the rebrand. So instead what? of Viking Raiders, you rebranded them as Viking Warriors, which I actually think is a better oh, yeah. name. Good for you. No, I go think with it. Is. it. <laughs> no, I, it should it. be Raiders. I totally it. forgot. 
All right. Well, they've had like um, three freaking names since they've been signed. So if you saw I them mean, on the indie scene, they were called the Warbeards, which I thought was pretty freaking cool back in the day. But I forgot. I wrote Warriors. I thought they are Raiders. But yeah, all right. I'll rename them too. Why the hell? Why the hell not? Yay! Um, okay. I also uh, my next match I have is the uh, I brought back the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I don't know, just to get more people on the show. It doesn't need to be long or great. It just needs to be on the show. That's usually um, the script. Yeah, I mean, right? That's that's yeah. what it's usually all about. And lately it's been Ronda on SmackDown, Rousey. so congratulations to bring, for bringing it back. I have Ronda Rousey against Shayna Baszler. I think they're missing a golden opportunity to get Baszler over. Since Ronda is only a part-timer anyway, I think they should have gotten them into a feud and they should have gotten them into a match and Baszler could have beat Rousey and then she would have gotten instant credibility. There's your world title challenger. Um, so I, I like that match. Uh, I have Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew versus Karrion Cross. So we're going to get a four-way match for the Intercontinental title. A question about that. Is it one fall? Mm-hmm. Okay. One fall. We don't have a lot of time, <laughs> so <laughs> I would I would prefer an elimination match, but we don't have the time for that. And I don't need to see like you know Sheamus get eliminated and two seconds later Drew get eliminated. I want to see the four of them beat the shit out of each other. Right. I have I had Judgment Day. Similar to that too. Okay. <laughs> I got the Judgment Day versus Edge, Ray, and Santos Escrabar. I don't know. I don't really care for this whole Edge thing. I don't really want to see Edge and Finn Balor in Hell of a Cell. I, I, I think they've already done all this. Right. So, and I don't really want to see Ray and uh, his son just yet. I think they could drag that out a little more. You know, I mean, you're already having a hard... Uh, given, Ray's already given him a hard enough time getting in the ring, at least in a six-way, you know, a three-man tag. They do, may not have any direct contact right away, in this, but this could be the start. So... That's my next match. Then I have I have Becky and Lita defending the tag team titles against Bailey and Sasha Banks. I think this would have been a golden opportunity for them to lure Banks. You know, Bailey needs some help and these, you know, these young girls are just not getting the job done. She needs someone who can really take control. She needs the boss. So she brings back the boss and there's your there's your tag team title match right there and I got Sasha and Bailey going over and winning the belts because I think that's the only time those belts actually mean anything is when they had them because they were defending them and they were they they made the best of the worst situation. So that's my match. Um, I have Theory versus Rollins. I I don't know. I didn't. I don't want. I don't want part. There are no part timers on my WrestleMania. I got full timers only. Um, I think they could have a good match. Uh. So I let that I left it on there. I also left Belair versus Asuka on there. I don't have a problem as long as Asuka wins. Um, I'm good with that. I also have Ripley versus Flair. Again, my, my problem with WrestleMania this year, I think I was thinking about it the other night, is are we going to have a lot of title changes? I think so. Because I think we are. I'm looking at Asuka. I'm looking at, I'm looking at Ripley. I'm looking at... Sammy and 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 Kevin and Cody are they all going to win titles? Are all those titles going to change hands? I don't think so. Do you, well, and you know we'll do our picks in a few weeks. Do you mm. think it's possible this is the true end of the Vince McMahon era and going into the Triple H era? Like Triple H carried things over for a while, but now 
okay, now it's going to be in my complete image and likeness. And that means the champions that were here when Vince was in charge are, you know, thanks. See you later. Like not fired. Well, you, not you probably know this better, better than, than me for sure. Anthony, have we had a WrestleMania that's had a ton of title changes? I think we have off the top of my head. I'd have to go look. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll check wiki or I'll I mean, check don't make yourself Google. crazy. I mean, that's a topic we could have for another week if you want. I'm just saying, I'm oh, as I'm going through the matches, I'm like, really? Are we, are we going to have all these title changes? I don't think so. I think they're going to like, I, I don't know if, if Ripley's going to. All right, let me finish my thing. We can talk about this at another point. I actually I I, I got the info, but go ahead. I got Rhea versus Flair still. Now, here's where I get uh, a little. I'm going to go back to what I was originally saying about how I think the titles are going to get split. On my WrestleMania, the titles would split. And this is what's going to happen. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are going to... uh, Well, Sami's going to challenge Roman Reigns for the SmackDown title, and Cody's going to challenge for the Raw title. And what's going to happen is Kevin Owens is going to need a tag team partner to face the Usos, and what's going to happen is Sammy's going to volunteer to to do double duty. So one night he's going to wrestle with Kevin Owens for the tag titles, and the following night he's going to wrestle for the SmackDown title. So Sammy's got two matches, one each night. And like I said, then Cody has the other match, and then my final match, I have Lashley versus Lesnar in a submission match. I want to see the Kimura against the, the full Nelson. So I think... That match could be fun. Okay, it's you know they have somebody has to win by submission. So I can't see who would who they tap out in that situation, but I it's it'd be fun to find out. So that is my fantasy WrestleMania card. Okay, I'll I'll jump in with mine. Um, a lot of mine kind of still follows the actual WrestleMania card from this year. Um but I did throw in some stuff of my own to kind of mix it up. Um, my openers for either night kickoffs would be Battle Royals, uh, Andre and a women's one on either night. Uh, I'd have Priest win one and Raquel win the other just to kind of start bringing them back up. I know those Battle Royals don't mean shit, but at least they're on the card and they're winning something. <laughs> I was going to say, they usually don't, don't lead to anything, but all right, whatever. It's your fantasy. Right. Um, my opener for night one would be McIntyre, Gunther, Sheamus, and Pete Dunne. All four of those guys just beating the living shit out of each other for like 20 minutes. I feel like those four could beat the shit out of each other, and it would be pretty awesome. Um, Dominic and Ray, of course, finally get that out of the way let Dominic send him into retirement. Uh, I did have Brock and almost still on there, but the only... Go ahead. Question. Dominic mm-hmm. beats Ray clean? Yes. I, w- okay. I would have him beat him clean and just kind of... Then, then you have either the Judgment Day come out and just beat the shit out of him, do some like lights go out, they carry him out type deal. You know, really and that bring angles, back the and that and angles that, over, and that, and that angles finally over. Send Ray so off. Ray goes into retirement, and that's it. And that's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brock versus almost. I would still do it, but 
this is where I would finally bring in the Hurt Business. I would bring in Hurt Business 2.0. I would have uh, Street Profits and Carmelo Hayes and rebrand it, bring it in, beat the shit out of Brock because he's on his way out. You finally take out the beast and then that's what they hang their head on and you send the Hurt Business into the future. All right, so uh, next up, I would still have the six-man, the six-woman tag, damage control, Becky, Lita, and Trish. I still, as much as um, I don't want it to happen, you still got to have like a feel-good, you know, nostalgia thing to it. You have Becky and them uh, take it. Uh, I'd still have Charlotte and Rhea. Rhea goes over. And then my main event for night one would be Sammy versus Jay. I feel like uh, that feud. Straight match? Main of, straight match. Them two, maybe like a street fight or something. I feel like they could have a really good match against each other and, uh, you know, blow the, two, uh, blow the roof off of night one. Um, so night two. I'd still have Edge and Finn, but I'd have Finn as the demon. Um, Finally fucking end this thing. I don't know how you do it, but just fucking let uh, Finn Balor go over and go off into the sunset. Let Edge go off. Um, Bianca and Asuka, as much as I don't want to see it, still do logan and seth i feel like the the move sets can really go complimentary after royal rumble kind of seeing logan and all that shit i feel like they could have a good match who um, wins next uh i'd have seth win i would not want logan to win the match um next i'd have solo versus ko I feel like that would be a really good feud. Um, I'd like to see that. Any uh, stipulation? Because, um, I mean, they've wrestled on Raw before. Yeah, yeah we just saw it on the street have. fight this week. So, like, so no stipulation, straight match? Can I help you? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Why don't you throw it in the cage, keep the Usos out? That would be good. I'd like to see that. That way, there's no, there's no outside interference. You have a a cage match. Now, granted, I know we have Hell in a Cell on your card, which is fine. I'm just, you know, right. Just that's no, why no, I thought no, you were going to go I, with. Oh. I thought you were going to go Sammy and Jay in a cage. Oh damn! You guys yep. are way better than this. Yeah, but then, no, you know what? <laughs> you doing that as a Sammy versus Jay straight one on one? We haven't seen that, so I I think it's okay. I don't think you go straight to the stipulation, I mean, Freddie. It's your. I'm just I'm just surprised. Like for, yeah, for no, end I'm of like night, the, like age would have been to me the way how you end up on night one. So so maybe maybe here you take away the the hell in the cell with Edge and and Balor, and you make that night ones and uh, Sammy and Jay and Hell in a Cell. I feel like that would make more sense than Balor Dude, and... St- stick with your plan. Later. It's okay. <laughs> no, no, don't like, don't let us influence you. Anymore. <laughs> well, I, I like the idea better. I like the idea better. 
Um, and then the the last two would still be the same: Theory and Cena. Um, you know, let Cena pass the torch over to Theory, and then Roman and Cody, and then Cody goes over fireworks, WrestleMania done. <sighs> Rob, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I'm tired. What do you want from me? Go ahead, <laughs> join the club. All right. By the time you're done, I'll be asleep. Yeah, I know. All right. So uh, for my night one kickoff, um, and this is partially to piss Rob off, on the kickoff, we have Wade Barrett come out of retirement and face Pat McAfee for the SmackDown commentary spot. <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. <laughs> I'm, I'm not paying for that. <laughs> well, that's why it's on the kickoff show, because you're not paying for there it. There you go. <laughs> You should be kicked off this show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and this goes into the whole storyline with the bloodline run and everything. And Adam Pierce has finally had enough. Um, I'd say you're going to open up night one. The Raw Tag Team Championships are on the line in, in an elimination match. You're going to have the Usos defending against the Street Profits. And the OC... Luke Allison, Carl Anderson, who we haven't seen since AJ got injured. And then I'm calling up the Creed brothers as a surprise from NXT as the fourth team. And that's how you bring them into the roster. I was thinking about bringing them up on mine too. Um, and I would have the Street Profits go over and finally get that moment in front of the crowd, the, the huge dome crowd that I feel like they've been overdue for. Uh, U.S. title, I'm going to stick with what they actually booked, uh, John Cena versus Austin Theory. And Theory goes over. Uh, this one's going to surprise you. Uh, I do have Bray Wyatt on my card. I have him going one-on-one with Karrion Cross. You have two dark, mysterious characters. You're not going to expect a great match out of them. You know, it's a spectacle. And you can keep it quick. But you get Karrion Cross on the card and you got that whole darkness thing going on. Uh, much to Rob's dismay, my next two matches are also stuff that's currently on the card. We got to blow off this Ray and Dominic thing once and for all. Dominic, I think, has been killing it as a heel. And I, I kind of agree with what Freddie said. I think this is actually Ray riding off into the sunset for once and for all and helping his son get over. So I think Dominic wins there. Uh, agree with you. Finn Balor versus Edge Hell himself. Finn Balor is the demon. Maybe not necessarily a red painted demon. We saw him do black and white with Samoa Joe that one time. So maybe it's purple, whatever. But I think you need to see the demon at WrestleMania. It's long overdue. Uh, Raw's Women's Championship. I'm going to go with what I said it should have been all along. Bianca Belair defending against Rhea Ripley. I'll give you two guesses who I'd put over in that one. Rhea Ripley. Bingo. And that actually would not be the biggest women's match on the card. Um, I am going to go with the one-on-one match that I think has been brewing for several years and they haven't gone to it for whatever reason. And it plays off of how WrestleMania 35 ended, which I looked WrestleMania 35 had the most title changes. There was apparently nine title matches and eight titles changed hands that night. Granted one of them had two. So seven titles matches changed on that night. I could barely remember it because I was in the crowd that night and that fucking card was exhausting. It was like seven hours, but anyway, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, one-on-one. We haven't seen it. They had set up for it years ago, and then they inserted Charlotte in. Let's get back to it. I think that would be a good match. I think Becky could get a good match out of Ronda, maybe get her rebounding, because I know Ronda's been hit or miss the last year. Totally fine admitting that. 
I end night one with, and this would have changed some of the booking that already happened. I would have had Sami Zayn win the title at Elimination Chamber. However, I I would have would have had Kevin Owens jealous of Sammy's success actually inadvertently cost Roman the belt. So Roman saves face. He keeps the other title. It would have only been one title on the line that night. And Kevin Owens, as a heel, facing Sami Zayn for the title at WrestleMania. That would be my night one main event. I kick off night two. And this is more of a tribute sort of match in some ways. I'd have Shinsuke Nakamura return for the kickoff show. And I'd have Great Muda in the corner with him. They just had their match a couple months ago. And I'd have him facing Solo Sokoa just to get him on that card. And you're going to see that with the next few matches. Shayna Baszler versus Asuka opening up that night. I think it would just be a good hard-hitting match. You know, the submission versus the strong style. And then just because we have to get them both on the card in some way, I have Seth freaking Rollins against Braun Strowman. I don't think we've seen them one-on-one, and I think it would be an interesting dynamic to have those two facing off. Six-man tag. Damage control against Trish Stratus and Lita, and the third would be Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss has nothing to do. We know that she's had some history with Trish and Lita in the past. I think there was some tie into that Evolution pay-per-view, so let's run with that. Intercontinental title, a successful defense by Gunther against Brock Lesnar, the match that was rumored. I think I just want to see the two of them beat the crap out of each other, so I would go with that. Um, now as punishment for you know, the bloodline making Adams Pierce's life a living hell, Usos are defending the SmackDown titles the next night. Night two, ladder match, and it's against the Viking Raiders and the team of Drew McIntyre and Jameis. I don't care who wins that fucking match, to be honest with you. If you want to go with the Usos so they retain one of those belts, fine, so be it. I, I could live with that. Uh, I like the Viking Raiders, but they haven't been over in a while. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, there is a certain legend and Hall of Famer that is complaining that she never really got a re- true retirement match. So here, we're going to give her one. Alundra Blaze comes out of retirement for one night only and faces Charlotte Flair for the belt. Jesus Christ. Okay. Gets her ass kicked after three minutes. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, and then co-main event. I don't know if I'd start this with a match because I think the interaction would be hilarious to hear. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. But I'd, get, I'd run with the Stone Cold LA Night. Whether it's just a promo or you want to do a match, so be it. You guys can give me your thoughts on that. Um, unfortunately, I think if Stone Cold beats Kevin Owens, then Stone Cold beats LA Knight. But whatever. you know. Like I said, LA Knight's definitely a main eventer. I don't think he's going to be a long-term main eventer, so so be it if he has to take the loss there. And then I go with what we already have booked, Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes, only for the universal title. Cody wins the belt, and night two ends, and that's how we end WrestleMania. So like I said, a lot of matches thrown together, a lot of occasions to get people on that I just felt like should be on, and there's some names like um, Johnny Gargano's a huge one I thought I'd put on here. I can't think of anything, and they already – put him on NXT with Grayson Waller, which has actually been an interesting storyline. Uh, so he wasn't on. There was a lot of newer names that I just couldn't find a reason to put in. I think Bronson Reed would be interesting. Again, like you can't get yeah. everyone on here, you know. So Yeah, I wanted to get him on mine too, but I just couldn't figure out where. Yeah. So well, I ever figure anyway I couldn't figure out it'll be in the Battle Royal. Yeah. I yeah. can see Bronson Reed running the Andre Battle Royal. I, you know what? If you're going to run with that, I, I, I could definitely see that. 
Makes sense. Now, who wins the uh, women's uterus trophy paddle royal? <laughs> women's uterus? Have you ever seen the trophy? <laughs> Go look at the trophy. Oh, man. Now, now you got me intrigued, Encyclopedia. You got me intrigued. <laughs> I think it was a photo of like Carmella standing next to it at that one WrestleMania. Maybe it's hers. Um, Maybe she was the model. If you listen to the recent one of the recent After the Bells, you wouldn't be cracking that joke. Really I sad. still might. No, no. <laughs> if you know which this one, if you know what this woman went through, I know, I know. I'm only so you want to talk about being tasteless? Terrible. Got a one up WWE oh, there, Rob. I can make another joke there, but I'm just not gonna. Yeah, by the way, go go Google Women's WrestleMania Battle Royal Trophy, and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's it's pretty bad. I just I just saw it. It's pretty bad. Vince must have designed this fucking it, thing. So, but with that being said, that is our show for this evening. We thank you guys for listening. Be Sports Frenzy Pod on Twitter. Be Sports Frenzy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week. Peace.